Good? Yep, I'm ready to go. All right. Let's do this thing. Welcome all you beauties, and this is a new podcast we like to call Shark Attacks and Cannon Blasts. Woo! Yes! All right, um, so we got a really fun little uh, show for you here. We have quite a lot to get through. Oh, yes. Um, so why don't we just go ahead and introduce ourselves and the show first, and uh, we'll get right to it. All right. Well, my name is Cody. Uh, I am the Sharks fan part of the uh, podcast. Uh, I've been watching hockey for oh, pretty much a fair amount of my life up to this point. I really started getting into it uh, kind of around the 15-16 season. Uh, and now uh, I, I try to watch as many games as I can and uh, we had a down year this year with the Sharks, but next year will be better. Okay, question for you, real yeah. quick. Before I introduce myself, or maybe I should just go ahead and get that over with. Uh, my name's Jake. I am the Jackets fan of the podcast. Uh, I actually, I've been around hockey a lot of my life. When I was really young, we had a minor league team, uh, like like an ECHL team that became an IHL team and then they went defunct and I didn't really get back into it until high school. So about 2012, 13 season when uh, there was a franchise that came back to um, back to our area. And I went to a game with some family and friends. I got pretty much hooked on it and I've pretty much been obsessed ever since. And when I found out that there was a pro team in Columbus, I was like, hell yes. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, It's weird for me because I'm, uh, I'm close to the, uh, Ottawa. I wanted to ask you that. But so what, so growing up, everybody in my family had already picked a team. Uh, like you're a Sharks fan in the GTA. Yeah. So like, how does that work? Do you get weird? Okay. Sometimes, yeah. So, like, when they when they play the Sens, there's probably, like, well, maybe now there's a little bit more Sharks fans, but, uh, it, like, usually it would just be, like, six people. And so people would be like, what? Like, why? Maybe he came from San Jose to watch? It's like, no, no. Um, I live here. <laughs> yeah. My mom was a Sens fan, or I guess still is, but I'm sure if I asked her, she couldn't name five players on the team. But, uh my dad is a Canadians fan and my younger brother was a flames fan. So you got people all over the country. Family. Yeah. Uh, now they're all Canadian teams. I don't right. know. I think we were at my great uncles and we were, his son had a GameCube set up and it had like 
NHL 04 or maybe it was 05. <gasps> and, and so I was like scrolling through the teams and it, I saw the old Sharks logo. I was like, yo, that looks really cool. And then which, I picked which one? Team. Black Shark? Yeah, it's the one. It's like the really crude kind of drawing one. Skinny Black Shark? Yeah. Um, and then so I, I was like, hey, this logo looks cool. So I picked them and I ended up winning the hockey game. Like, yeah, this will be my team. And like that was way back in. Oh, like that was way before even high school. So <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. And then so I kind of just kept like I wasn't really into hockey. Uh, but I would like I'd catch a game. I'd go to like some of the junior games that were played uh, in the town here, and then uh, now what exactly is that because I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of Canadian with uh, listeners, and oh, yeah. like it's somewhere still... like if you just say GTA, people are gonna be like, um, where? Uh, it's pretty big, yeah. So uh, I'm in Carlton Place. It's like a small town. Uh, I think the sign says population like eleven thousand. That's been there for years it feels like so i don't know how big it is now so what's uh, the nearest market to you uh professional it would be uh like well like nhl it would be the senators and okay. then i I'm, i want to say toronto i guess depending on how fast you're going is like four to six hours away uh but okay so you're pretty far from Scotiabank. yeah uh we there's a junior team here the uh, carlton place uh canadians i think they're called what um, league are they? I'm just curious. The what? What league are they? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not sure what league they're. Let me pull them up real quick. Because they're not a, like a major junior team from the sounds of things, right? They're not like I a, don't, I don't think so. Like an OHL or something like that. No, they're not AHL or no, no, no. Uh, they're just like, uh, it just says a junior ice hockey team, Central Canada Hockey League. So CCHL. Okay. Okay. Pretty cool. I, I, I think I've only been to a couple of their games. I should go more, but I, I don't know. I never really paid attention to them. Um, it was – so it was in high school, I think. And a couple of the people I knew were talking about, oh, NHL 15 just came out. Oh, and I was like – like, oh, I should get into hockey because it's like I'm in Canada and I should probably be into hockey – uh it just has a birthright yeah so i picked it up and it was like okay i I get it and then once nhl 16 came out i was like all right this will be the year i'm getting into shit and that was the year uh that the sharks ended up going to the cup final so of course everyone was like oh look at this bandwagoning sharks fans (laughs) come on now uh and I think from there is when I really started to like start following teams and like people on Twitter. Just the league as a whole. Yeah, I, I took it a lot more seriously. I felt like I would follow drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's basically how I got into hockey. Yeah, um, obviously I started more or less when I was in high school. So, like, I just went all in. I even made like for a while there. I had a. Uh, I had a Sergei Bobrovsky like fan page on Twitter <laughs> and that's how I got into the entire fan base. And like a year, a couple years in, you know, when we made the playoffs and played the penguins was when the whole like fifth line movement started with, uh, with the CBJ artillery shout out to those guys. Love you. Um, <laughs> 
and they started the whole movement for that playoffs. And I started meeting people through Twitter and then we met up at games and I'm just like, I feel like it's a nice community of Jackets fans. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot of local Sharks fans. And if there is, that's probably like a small Facebook group. Right. Uh, I mean, I live an hour uh, I live less than an hour outside of the arena. Yeah, uh, so it would be a whole lot easier for you to go to, like, home games. And it's, like, I'm sure, like, I could find maybe a few fans to go to a game with. But I'm pretty sure they only play in Ottawa Mm -hmm. once a season. So Right. Right. It's not, like, you know, do you – because hockey games are expensive, too, unless you go to, like, the – garbage top level seats but then you gotta like oh is it on a good day where you can go right like, is it on a weekday night is it on like and, a friday night is yeah like a sunday where it's gonna be like not a lot of people are gonna be there because they got work the next day well it's also the traffic and oh, yeah. especially especially where the uh sends play like it's a just a nightmare to get in and out of there oh because kanata's like how far from downtown it's pretty close because i've heard stories that Kanata's just like way out of the way it's a pain downtown it's kind of a pain in the ass uh usually when i go into ottawa i don't really go like really downtown it's Mm -hmm. mostly just into canada and then like a little bit into ottawa but i guess that's uh, fair yeah, it's just – and then, like, again, they only play once. Well, they play the Sens probably a few times, but then it's, like, one game here, and then the rest are always out in California. Doing <laughs> right, because everybody's got the California road trip out in the East Conference. Yeah, so, what it, so now it's – so you would go through Anaheim, San Jose, and Los Angeles, and now I'm pretty right. sure the Vegas is in there too. Yeah, uh, well, not- I think they started joining that whole, like, four-game road trip. Yeah, and it's weird because it used to be like, okay, we gotta we gotta play smart here. We're going through the California Death Trap, and now all of them are rebuilding teams. Right. Well, I, the thing about the Sharks is, at least with your reaction, personally, at least from the way yeah. I, you know, from the way we talk, they made it all the way to the Cup Final just a few years ago. And they're still like, you know, for the couple years after that, they were fine. This year, they were a lot worse than people are expecting them to be. And you're thinking full rebuild mode. And it's like, no, they're all right. Uh, Maybe not full, maybe more like a retool because thankfully Tampa was like, have a first round pick for Barkley Goudreau. (laughs) We'll get to him in a minute. At least we got a pick. In this draft, and this is supposed to be a pretty good, like, stacked at least in the first couple rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, our our first is Ottawa property, uh, right? And that's the that's their fifth overall pick, right? I think, no, I think they got from third. or is it the third? It's the third, I think, and then their Damn. original one's fifth, so <clears throat> that's like a pretty, a pretty neat player. Um, would be nice to have. The mm-hmm. last time the Sharks didn't make the playoffs, they got Timo Meyer. Uh, and then it's just been like our our prospect pool isn't fantastic, and it's because 
you know, we keep making the second or the third round or the conference final. So we don't have these top draft picks. And when we would like this year, we don't have it because you traded it to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to give it to Ottawa for, because we extended Eric Carlson. Right. Which I'm kind of on the fence if that's good or bad. (laughs) We'll see if he bounces back this season, but whenever this next season starts. Yeah. We're like we're in September and we're not even in the finals yet. So. Isn't that isn't that weird? Hockey in September and how you know, obviously we can't control this, but it it's weird. Uh, but it's more hockey, so it, it's a double edged sword. It's it's fun for us. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's actually uh let me outline the rest of this show, and. We'll just jump right into it, right? Yeah, so, sure. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to blast through the recap of the second round. Um, and then we're going to go through predictions of the conference finals because the day that we're recording this, uh, the conference finals start actually in an hour from now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a fun day. So we're going to predict the conference finals. And then there's a lot of... Some older news from this past week, and then some uh, probably some fresher news. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the show. Like, uh, we don't really have anything else uh, coming until well, you know next week. Yeah, there, there, I think there's more than enough we can uh, discuss for the uh, opening. Uh, show here. Yeah, let's do it. So I think, okay, what we'll do first is we'll recap uh, Tampa and Boston because they ended first. Yeah, that's... uh... (laughs) That... (sighs) It's the President's President's Trophy Curse. (laughs) Um... Definitely got revenge on my boys. Now, do you think that Tukarask would have made a difference in those in that series? I don't know because Halak was fine. Like Yaroslav Halak had been f- totally fine for them. You know, really solid backup option. Tuka was mm-hmm. Tuka, and I've heard I heard a lot of takes on Twitter. Really bad takes on Twitter. Oh yes. Just who was it? Jeff something or James something on Twitter that said something like "You betrayed the Bruins." Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it's listen. Uh, we all love hockey. Hockey's fantastic. Family but, has to come first in that situation. Exactly. Is that his? I'm trying to find his playoff stats. This might be it. I mean, he played decent, considering, like, they were just like, yeah, you got to play now. Tuka's gone. He's like, all right, I got you. Right. Um, but you got to, like, you got to get help for your goaltender. And uh, I wish this would tell me. They, I'm trying they, to find brackets. They left. They had some, a, they had their AHL call-up play as Yara's backup. They left him out too dry. Oh, yes. That was horrible. That was so bad. 
and well, let's just um, let's just get these. Okay, so they beat uh, so Tampa beat Boston three to two in a double overtime game five for the last game of their series. Yep. Victor Hedman, the overtime winner. It was actually a really sweet shot. It was pretty nice. Pretty great shot. Um, Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov left with an injury after a high stick from Zdeno Chara, mm-hmm. as most of us who watched it know. And I saw it on Twitter like yesterday. And oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It they can't catch bad. a break. Yeah, it was it was awful. Uh, John Cooper did provide an update. What's today? The sixth, a couple of days ago. So he was. So Cooch is back to practice, but they're unsure of his status for the conference final, which starts tomorrow. I would assume he's probably taking at least the first two off. Uh, he might be back for game three. That's my prediction. Give me uh, just one second because my dog is being stupid. <laughs> Uh, mine's lying down somewhere. I'm not sure where she is, but. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Uh... So, yeah, Kucherov, unsure. And Stamkos just got ruled out uh, earlier this evening. Yeah, For he the can't entire cut... conference final. This poor guy cannot catch a break himself. No, he's. Oh. I, I like I think Stamkos could be like a top ten player in the league. He just keeps going down like almost every season it feels like with an injury. This poor guy signed his eight year contract a couple years ago, you know? Yeah. And he's their captain. He's arguably like top three in their forward core. Right? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say it's him, Kucherov, and Point. Right, right. It was just, mm, man, if this guy could just stay healthy, they would absolutely, I mean, hell, the way they're playing right now, they're cup favorites. I guess he did play, he did play all the games last season. And then 78 games the season before, and then he only played 17 but then he's he's been point per game every season. He put up sixty six this year. Yeah. He just I don't know. Like, he. It's it's it sucks to see. He's got two Richard trophies. I didn't know that. What? Damn. Yeah. Uh, nine, ten, and eleven, twelve. Okay, that's fair. I guess. Yeah. Trophies. Just man, when you get. Bitten by the injury bug, it just never seems to stop, huh? Plus, now Kucherov's down too. So yeah, that's gonna be weird. I would you like you lost your two best scores. I guess I could check what Braden Point did. Um, well, I would think their top line's gonna be something like Gord, Point, Palat. Like well, if, Braden... Cooch, if Cooch can't play for like game one tomorrow. Like, yeah, Brain Point has sixty had sixty four and sixty six. I don't know. Oh, playoffs right here. Uh, eighteen point. Okay, well he's playing pretty good in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I mean they're going up against like a defensive like juggernaut in the Islanders. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we make yeah. predictions. Yeah. 
So, again, speaking on this series, what are the Bruins going to do? Because some sources I heard say that they're going to, like, they want to get younger. But then Chara, in his exit interview, he said he wants to stay. The guy's 43. And, I mean, he still plays super well for his age. Yeah, he I he's easily still at, at the most at, well, I'd say he's a solid top four right now. I don't know if he's still a top two defenseman, but no, I would say like if he does return to Boston, which I mean obviously he says he wants to stay there, um I would put him I would put him in the second pairing. I would probably make if I were Bruce Cassidy. And, you know, we're just two fucking idiots. Yeah. So <laughs> believe us all you want or not. Um, I would say top pairing would be Krug McAvoy. Well, that's if Krug comes back because yeah, he's up true. too. That's true. But sit like, you know, if you get Char back and you get Krug back, you get Tori, Charlie, and then... I don't know who you would put with Z. Maybe Carlo. I would, yeah, I was going to say Carlo, maybe Grizzlick if they bring him back. He's an RFA. Oh, if he's an RFA, they have a chance to sign him. Uh, They got. Are you on Cap Friendly or something right now? Yeah. I'm just looking at. So they got John Moore. I don't, I'm not sure where he's on the. on the depth, depth chart. chart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what kind of forwards are they losing? Yoki Nordstrom's UFA. Mm. Oh, Jake DeBrusque is going to want a pretty penny. Oh, yeah. 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 Ooh. He's like one of, he's the only score they got from those three picks in a row back in 15. Yeah. That was a, a whiff. Ugh. Uh, how's their back is bio? Oh, they bought out Dennis Seidenberg. I forgot about that. Oh, and their goaltending is locked up until next season. I liked Seidenberg; he was cool. I think so. I think the most important thing right now before you get to Chara is uh, Tori Krug. Mm-hmm. Krug. Okay. Uh, Krug. Yeah. Yeah. He. I think he's your number one. Like you got to get him back. Right. Um, is he UFA? Yeah. He's Ooh. coming off of five point two. So okay. he's, he'll be up there. All right. Uh, Char probably takes a discount. Is Krug a left shot or a right shot? I think he's a left. Yeah, he's a left-handed. Okay, so they can worry about not paying him as much as they would like if they went after Petro. Yeah, he's another one. I'm. Uh, I feel like. Well, I guess they just traded Jake Allen. So they they must be trying to make other moves to get Petro to stay. Hey, we'll get to him too. <laughs> uh, no, yes. Let's not try to jump the gun here. We got a lot to gun through. So Chara, I think he takes a discount. Yeah, like especially what... because he's been there for fifteen years. He's been their captain for God knows how long. Oh yeah. And uh... yeah, I would think yeah, he'd probably take. And he's 43, so what do you think? I think, like Spezza, he would be willing to do league men, maybe a little bit more. 
I think they'll probably put him at like because he makes two. What kind of season did he have? Let me pull up Chara. If he makes two, he'd already probably crack the hundred million career earnings mark. Uh, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. For a guy uh, that started the year we were born. He had the same amount of points this season as he did last season. Okay. And how many was that? 14. Mm. Which isn't great. Uh, no, but he's also 43. He was a plus 26. That's not That's bad. Good. And then he had... He only had two assists in the playoffs. Well, then. no, I think he, I think he comes back, maybe at like a million. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes league men, if not just a tad more, maybe a mil. I think a mil is fine. Probably like something like what Joe Thornton's doing with the Sharks. Right? Do they, the, do they have the and... space for it? For Chara. Yeah. What are, what are they at right now? Right now they have I think that's this is what they uh $661,000. Ooh. Now that's without so uh Nordstrom comes off, that's a mill. Okay, so that right there would probably be enough if he signs for a mill. And then crew comes off 5.2 Chars two, Grizzlick RFA, but that's one point four. Okay. Uh, he would. I think if he had to take league minimum, he'd come back. They don't have a first rounder this year. Ooh. Uh. No. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I would think they will strike a deal. They probably will. What did Jake DeBrusque do? Let me pull him up. Real quick. Because he's restricted, right? Yeah. I just want to see what kind of money he's probably going to... Where? DeBrusque? Yes. Yep, there we go. Uh, No, not his dad. Okay, (laughs) what did you do? (laughs) He had 35. He had 35 points in 65 games, almost 20 goals. Not too bad. Minus one. Uh, Again, not too bad. For I mean, he plays middle six, right? So he had four goals in two penalty minutes in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, All right. Not bad. I don't know what. So let's look at. I mean, Charlie Coyle's on five point two. I mean, we also have quite a few more series to get through. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say DeBrusque four or five million, maybe a little bit more. Okay, uh, and that's that's about that's what I gotta say with Boston. There, if they can get crude back, you know, get some of these guys on a little bit cheaper, I think they can still make a big, especially with their top line uh-huh. and Rask. They're always gonna. I think they're always gonna be a contender oh, for sure. now. They they well, like that's the thing too. Is the argument like, is this the last we'll see of their core? Like what mm-hmm. you know, they say about Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's not fair. <laughs> they got the band back together, so. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's What's next on the wagon? Next series recap. 
is New York Islanders and Philadelphia Flyers. Ah. They, um, their last game, obviously, like we had, we were in for quite the treat as hockey fans because we got treated to three game sevens. Oh, second round. It was funny because didn't Pete Blackburn say something like, we didn't get a single game seven in the first. If we don't get one in the second, I'm rioting. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. He's a, he's a, he's a colorful character. That he's Pete. a character. He's a fun guy. Um, I actually, um, when Dangle and Blackburn did that quarantine cup, uh, I got a shout out from Adam on stream. That was kind of fun. Oh, well, there you go. That was pretty cool. Um, I just made some stupid joke in chat, and, oh. <laughs> and I made him laugh. Oh, I need to I need to try to get one of those on the uh, actual podcast. <laughs> I think, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, right? Their, so... their game one was the same score as the game seven. That's freaky. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I got to watch those back. Those were fun. It's just you have this defensive wall that Barry Trotz has made for the Islanders. Oh, yes. And, yes. And then just like the Flyers, like. They have like they go- plenty of weapons. Oh, yeah. And then, cool. you know, you have fucking Calder Hart. Oh, yeah. Net, like, he's a stud. Oh, I love him. He's so good. When he robbed New Jersey, when he robbed Taylor fucking Hall this season. Oh, wow. So, apparently, according to this, uh, the Flyers have 66,000 in cap space. Oh, cap friendly still? Oh, what is it? 66,000. Ooh, that's bad. That's hardly enough to get you an AHL guy. Oh, man. Yikes. Okay, so let's see. Who comes off the books? Anyway, okay. So, real quick. Yep. So, again, this is... These are pretty much just recaps for the last game in the series. New York? Yeah, they couldn't couldn't score. Yeah, New York beat Philly 4-0. It was what? It was Barzal and... Uh, Bavillier got the empty netter, and then I'm pulling it up scored. here. I think Leo. I think I'll go Leo. So Leo Komarov. Bavillier. Oh, uh, and yes, Andy Nelson. Green. Oh no, it was Green. Shit. Andy Green. Barzell did not have a goal. Devil bats. I can't believe he's still playing. What a warrior! I still. Oh gosh, watching back those bloopers and seeing him. Swatted in. Swatted uh, in his own net. Yeah, it's it just goes to show, like, like Philly has a lot of firepower, like right. Giroux, Couturier, Patrick, uh, even like even the younger guys, like Patrick. Uh, yeah, and like Voracek, Van Riemsdyk. One thing we do need to mention, and hmm. we love this. I don't care who you cheer for, we all love this. Game five, Oscar Lindblom warms up. Oh, yes. Game six, first game since December. 
with what what was it ewing sarcoma oh yeah i think it was something like that it was was brutal bone cancer and i believe it was ewing sarcoma and this guy all heart gotta love him and then he came back gotta love him good on he didn't score but total stick taps to oscar lenblom yeah fuck cancer fuck cancer Oh, it was so good too because his game six. You know, we were talking about this yesterday. Seventeen and a half minutes. You know, three shot attempts. Like, not really, not a solid score sheet game, but like on the ice, good shit. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, that's all you can ask for, right? I mean, the guy beat cancer. I'm not expecting him to go out and score thirty goals, but I'm not going mean, to expect he... him to like. That would have been fun though if he like oh, yeah. ga- if he got the game winner. Oh, what a moment that would be, right? Oh yeah, it it's like I'm just looking at this roster from Philly, and like you're in an elimination game seven, and you can't score on. And I'm not saying Thomas Grice is bad; like he played really well. He's, but like he's been solid the past couple of years. Yeah, like you got all these players, especially uh hey, Kevin Hayes, seven million. You think he could, you know, pitch in, but Oh, he could. He did it in the regular season. I'm sure he could. It's 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 just uh they, they couldn't solve Barry Trotz and his unbelievable defensive system. No, which he's, he's got such a good system, which will come in handy when we get to predictions. Oh, yeah. Because um, they don't even have, like... I Like, I wouldn't say they've got, like, a bona fide superstar. Well, I think ever Barzell, since Johnny T left. Yeah. I think Barzell could be that eventually. I, but He will be that. Yeah. I'm sure he's that now. But they, like... You know, they don't have, like, a guy who's top, like, 10 in points or something. And yeah, they don't have, when like... When you think of stars in, like, smaller market teams... You know, who do you think of? You think of Matt Barzell. You think of Pierre-Luc Dubois. You think of uh, Thomas Hurdle, right? You think of guys like that. I suppose so. Is the Islanders a small market team? Well... I guess I guess okay. with their arena. Comparatively, like if you want to compare it to the Rangers, yes. Oh, yeah. If you want to compare it to New Jersey, they're about the same kind of market. Right? Yeah. Which, I mean, they're larger metropolitan areas, I guess, but they're, you know, Columbus is a small market team. San Jose mm-hmm. is technically a small market team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, those devils. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, well, I think that just plays into it better for, for uh, what's his name? Barry Trotz. Because mm-hmm. he's able just to take these guys, like, Komarov and like Josh Bailey, Jordan Everly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Of, just a bunch of, you know, they're like, I feel like they are obviously not with as much press as it got, but they're like identity league wide is a lot like the Hurricanes, just a bunch of misfits. Yeah, I think that's like everybody's like, I think they're out to like prove something because like right. you're not expecting like, Oh, the Islanders, they're going to make it to the conference final. And then 
like they were like, yeah, we'll we'll show you, and right. here they are. Now, right, exactly against Tampa, I mean that's like we'll get to that, but it's mm-hmm. it's no short. I, I don't want to say a miracle. Like they're <laughs> they're like they're a solid it's like, team. It's they're like the most solid team. It's like the a defensive wall up against a like a firing squad from Tampa. Again, we'll 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 get right into that. Yeah. Um but yeah. So okay, next one. Dallas upsets Colorado 5-4 in overtime in their game 7. I I was so my bracket has been kicked down the road seven times because I had I had Colorado going to the cup from the west and they just were like nah and Dallas won which they didn't choke this year which is great Um, my bracket got fucked in the first round it was it's crazy let me pull up the because didn't the bracket challenge this year have like predict how many games the first round goes I think so yeah yeah, mine got mine was so messed up just during the first round based on how many games certain teams won. Let's see, game seven. I I've never even heard of this guy. Uh, Yoel Kiviranta. Yes. Hat trick overtime winner. Look at that. You so always, that's great for him. You gotta love like those unsung hero type of guys that like you don't hear about, like Jordan Pennington, right? From the Blues last year. Last year. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, even you got guys like Bennington, and for obviously for Dallas, it's been Kiviranta. For Colorado last year, it was Kale, right? Because oh, he yeah. scored his first NHL goal in the playoffs. And. It's just, it's fun when you get these guys that like just come up or have been on your roster, but really, really quiet and don't play that much. And then they go have like the biggest game of their season is the biggest game of your season. Yeah. Like even too, cause like, so Colorado has Kale McCarr, unbelievable young defenseman, but dude, the pairing of him and Sam Gerrard. Oh, but then you go to, like, if you look at Dallas. Graves. Like, you put Gerard or Graves on Kale's left, you're in for a treat. I think you're in for a treat no matter who you put with Picard, because he's just that, like, he's a stud. Like, I think he's... He's a special player, for sure. He is. I don't know if I'd say he's the best young... He, it's either him or, like, Heiskanen or Hughes, but speaking of Heiskanen, like, well, he's on the other side. Well, go on and on about yeah. those guys. But I think in terms of this series, I, I, I didn't even expect like, this was going seven. I thought Colorado was gonna maybe take this to five I would and then get five, it Dallas. But, I would think five or six. But, I mean, Ben Bishop... Oh, no, it wasn't Ben Bishop. I think it he was, was mostly Hudobin. Yeah, and he's been playing really good these last few seasons, too. He's, uh, he's a fun, like, I love redemption stories in the NHL, and he's got a fun redemption story. It's just they were they were able to, I guess, not shut down Colorado, but 
I mean, it just – I think Dallas was, after they got, like – I don't want to say Well, because last year, right, it was they, – they didn't even really show up except for Ben Bishop in, that, in their last game. Mm-hmm. And so they're probably like, oh, thank God, we get to go to the West this year. Um, but I just – it just sucks because my bracket's ruined. I really wanted to see Colorado in the finals, but uh, – and I, I feel, mean, props to Dallas. And I got a feel for, like, I got a feel for Colorado, too, because losing Philip Grubauer, losing Pavel Francouz, you got to go to Michael Hutchinson. And don't get me wrong, he played great. I love Hutch. He, like, for him, he played awesome. Like, he played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to playing out of your mind here in a minute yeah well he also let in five in the uh last game but they were also without uh they were without landeskog they had seven injuries when we went over that oh i i think i don't know if it changes if he plays but i like i don't think colorado has to do yeah like i don't think colorado has to make like Earth-shattering decisions in the offseason. Like I think they're no. more than fine. Let me just pull up their cap friendly. Uh, they should be all right for the most part. Um, it was fun to see like their fourth line chip in a lot first. Yeah, I need. To, I should have watched more Avs games. I only caught a handful. Because um, you got guys like you know they got Belmar from Vegas. And he showed, I mean, Belmar can score. Yeah. Belmar can ship in. They actually have a fair amount of people that are, that could be leaving. Uh, Like Nemestikov, Burakovsky's RFA, he'll be getting paid more, I think. Matt Nieto's up. Tyson Jost. Okay, who was the first one you said? Nemestikov. Nemesnikov's up. Nieto's up. Tyson Jones is RFA. Okay. Uh, Nichush- uh, Valerie Nichushkin, RFA. Man. Uh, Kamenev. Kamenev restricted? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zadorov is restricted. Okay. Mark Barrio is UFA. Kevin Kottenen is UFA. I miss Connaughton. He was fun. He wasn't great. Uh, he was fun. Yeah, fun. Fun is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, R- Ryan Graves is an RFA. Um, that's uh, tricky. And then Michael Hutchinson's probably not coming back. Mm, we'll see where he goes, I guess. I mean, he did win them a few. He saved their season for a minute. So I think if he likes it there. Yeah, maybe he comes back as maybe a, you know, in case Grubauer or Francis go down. But I've heard so many pronunciations of that name. I don't know what it is. is it, I've Grubauer. heard Francou, I've heard Francois, Francis, Francis. Phil, Grub- Phil Grubauer makes 3.333.333. That's fun. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> that is kind of fun. Um, yeah, I think Colorado is going to be fine, especially with McKinnon, Rantanen, McCarr. Ugh. They got Bowen Byram chilling. 
Uh, I think they're going to be more than fine. They're going to be, uh, dude. They'll be back. Oh yeah, uh, they, w- they will be back, and we. They, oh, they'll be back. They'll be back. Plus, they got. Uh... No, they don't. It's Carolina that's got Toronto's pick. Never mind. I, right. I, I got the mix. That was up. the Marlowe pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last series recap and last game seven. We got a lot to say about this one. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Vancouver Canucks three to nothing. So this this one upsets me for multiple reasons. One, because Vegas, like, get out of here because I'm a Sharks fan. I hate Vegas. Get them out. <laughs> um, I feel so bad. For Thatcher Demko. Oh, Thatcher. He just got no help in that last game. No, I uh, told you, like, in the middle of the third, shots were 32 to 13. Like that? Yeah. And they had a major. Or, like, they had, like, a five-minute power play. Yeah, because of... I'm just, I guess we'll bring this up now. So, if you watch the game, Ryan Reeves comes in... Maybe not on a charge, but he comes in and glides in for a hit. The refs made the right call on this hit, calling it a five-minute major because of the illegal check to the head on Tyler Mott. Yeah. But, you know, Cody, you and I both agree on this, that the way Reeves came in was just not the angle that he really intended to and just an unfortunate hit. Yeah, but it's also Ryan Reeves. He's dude. He's one of the last like true heavyweight grinders that this league has. Yeah, there's not a lot of like. I'm, I'm more of a. I guess I'm a new age hockey fan where I prefer the speed and skill over the guys like Ryan Reeves that score five goals a season but have 300 penalty minutes. I um, well, that's the thing too. Like for me, when I started watching. Columbus games, we had Jared Bull. Oh God! And I loved Jared Bull. He was so much fun to watch. And like we had, I remember when I started watching early, and we had Bull and Corey Trop. Oof, that's some well, heavy hockey. I, I certainly have seen highlights of when Rafi Torres played for the Sharks. And oh God, Rafi, that's, that's <laughs> just a whole other can of worms. Yeah, but... we're not gonna get into that. Oh. oh. Rafi Torres. So. Okay, back like, to Vegas, Vancouver. Yeah, so, like. One game is got, fine. For the playoffs, mm, well, I would he, be okay with two, but one is okay. It's but Tyler the poor guy. Yeah. Tyler Mott came back. And if he came back. Seeing that, I'm all right with one. I would prefer to. I, I, I can't believe they didn't score. Like, or get more than 13 shots. Like, you have Thatcher Demko, who's stealing you with this game. Like, he's keeping you in it. Oh, he, oh dude, the stats do not lie. When Vegas scored their first goal and broke the hearts of a lot of hockey fans. He had a shutout streak going of 138 minutes and 40 seconds. He made 
98 straight saves. Almost 100 saves before that goal went in. Yeah, that's Shea Theodore. I think it was Shea Theodore. It was was Shea. It was Shea Theodore that scored the first goal. I don't know if I can say like it broke the hearts of the Canucks players because they weren't. It didn't seem like they were trying, but it broke the hearts I, of Canucks fans. Oh, definitely. Oof. It's I, I. I just don't understand. Like, how do you not? Like, come on, like he's like he's keeping you in this game, and you can't get like twenty shots. Like you again, five minute major. Bo Horvat need... helped keep keep him in the game. Did you see that play where he was like cleaning up right in front of the net, kneeling down? <sighs> I can't remember. He was very, very helpful during this one sequence. Thatcher's down. You know, he's got his pads stacked. He's got his stick ready. And Bo is like kneeling down right in front of his right side with his stick down on the ice, batting the puck away. That's a captain. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorite captains. He might be my favorite Canuck uh, right now, but Man, like, let me. They've. I feel like this also comes down to like playoff inexperience for these Canucks. Oh yeah, because you got guys. I mean, mm, Jay Beagle and Ryan Sutter. Maybe. Yeah, but I. So you have like three guys. Yeah, but you need like Pedersen and Besser, and, and I guess even Horvat to have had something. Yeah, whereas like Vegas, like they've only been here what three years, and they went all the way to cup the final. Cup final, they got you know out by the Sharks. They got bounced uh, the next year, and then Western Conference Finals this year. Like they they, they know there's like a, there's a lot of players on that team that have been. Well, I mean they're all they've all gone deep now, but right. They, they on just have on that core, yes. Yeah. Uh, plus, like, you got Flurry, who's won, like, what, three cups? Uh, did, I got mixed feelings about Flower after the whole Alan Walsh thing. Yeah, I don't know what the hell he was thinking tweeting that, but... Flurry had, had to okay that, and he did. Like... <sighs> Anyway, Leonard was playing better. Yeah, and you, you put both. in the Dude, goal game seven. Oh my god, I loved that handshake line because Re- Leonard like gave him a huge like one arm hug and patted him on the chest and was really really impressed. You could see it on Robin's face. Well, did you see Mark Stone's reaction to Thatcher Demko? Oh yeah, he, he, he couldn't even. He didn't have words. He was do like yeah, him shaking his head really fast, like do. Oh my god! Uh, uh. I'm <laughs> actually pretty sure Markstrom's up this season. I'm yes, I think he is. So I, I'm curious what they're going to do with that, or if they're just gonna. They, well, see. they're keeping Thatcher. After that, they're keeping Thatcher. Yeah, he's still he's still got another year. Markstrom's up, and Louis Domingue is up. You gotta imagine Thatcher's. Domingue is gone. He never played. Yeah, he's him. he's definitely there. He's gone. I don't know about Jacob Markstrom because do you just start Thatcher Demko and, leave and just maybe just look for a cheap backup? Maybe you bring back Louis Domingue as the backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, because you're not gonna get shit out of Louis. 
Oh, I'm sure he will. Let me pull up Louis the Ming. Well, I mean, you saw his tenure as a devil. Granted, that was with that devil's team. Okay, but any tenure with the devils. That's a death sentence. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, uh, devils fans. Well, maybe not really. I'm a, I'm a Metro fan. I'm a, I'm a rival fan. Uh, I can't find M1. It's fine. Um, it's, I, I don't know if they're... I don't know what they're going to do, Markstrom. Mm-hmm. Maybe they bring him back. Right. I don't know. I I don't know. I guess we'll have to see whenever that free agency period starts. Because the, what? Because they're doing the draft what early October. I think so. And then free agency starts not long after the draft does, right? Normally, yeah. It's all. It's like a couple days after. Okay. Um, okay. So Louis Domingue played one game with Vancouver. And he had a goals against average of 4.08 and a save percentage of uh, 0.82. So he's not coming back. Um, Yeah, I feel bad for Louis just because he's not that great. I don't know what they're going to do with Markstrom. Maybe he walks. Maybe it becomes kind of like a tandem like Fleury and Leonard where they play like Marks from half the season, and maybe it's Demko. I don't know. We'll have to uh, see on that. Yeah, because I feel like with Markstrom, he carried Vancouver through 90% of their run. Yeah. So if they have the room for it and they can make a deal, he'll be back. If not, shit out of luck. It's a really good goalie free agency this year. It's, yeah, it's it's a wild general free agency because we have goalies and plenty of right defensemen. Oh, yeah, well, Tyson Berry, yeah. You got Tyson, uh, you got Petro. You got so many, like, of prime positions. You also got Taylor Hall. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a sweepstakes. So I think, I think he's going to get a little overpaid this season. Uh, we'll see when that hits, and we'll definitely have some coverage on that oh, uh, yes. at a later time. But, yeah, I think that does it for series wrap-up. Uh, let's get into predictions. Okay. And we should do this. We should start with the West right now because it's like 10 minutes to puck drop for yep. the West final <laughs> by now. So we got Dallas and Vegas. Yes. As much like for my prediction, as much as I cannot stand Vegas, I I'm seeing Vegas taking this one. Yeah. Uh, you have like just a band of guys there that can get some good goals for you. You got Mark Stone, who how he doesn't have a couple. Um, what is it called Ring. the? Uh, Ring, what's the? Uh, what are you looking for? The uh, the defensive player. Defensive player, you're Selkie. Yes, that I, I was gonna say Norse, but it wasn't Norse. Uh, no, because that's defense man. Yeah, um, he definitely should have at least like one or two because he's defensive forward. Yeah, yeah, he like he's unbelievable at both ends. Um, then you got like you know Patch Ready. You got, you got Bill. Miss you yeah, March is so. Uh, their defense I, is pretty good. We their were goal talking kinda, about. We were talking about this yesterday. 
um, when we were just doing, you know, audio testing back when they drafted back when they did the expansion draft. Yeah. I blame Florida Florida for all this. Least. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, okay. Uh, please take our, I'm pretty sure he was making nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh I just, I just want to triple check that, but <laughs> yeah, he wasn't like I don't. He wasn't even making a million, and they were just like what Marcia sell? Yeah, he was making nothing, and he's and like, he was he's like, like a, their second string star winger. Yeah, yeah. So he made he made nine hundred. I think is that it? So about a million. 20, yeah, seven hundred and fifty k. What? Yeah, he made 750k, and he had where is it? Florida. He had 30 goals and 21 assists for 51 oh points. Oh my gosh! And they were like, "Yeah, take him for free." Talon, what are you doing, man? No, not even take it for free. They allowed him to go, but they had to take Riley Smith just so, so they could take. So Ry- it was one Mark, of those trades. Much. Like, if you take this from us, we'll give you him as well. Yeah. But why would you do that? I I don't. F- Florida's stupid. Dale Talon. Um, oh my god. Uh, Dale Talon. And we'll, <sighs> hey, we'll get to Florida in a minute too. Again, we got a lot of old news. Yeah. But um, hey, we got stuff we want to cover. <laughs> so in terms of like the series, I know like Dallas has a lot, especially Miro Heiskin. He's been playing out of the world. I um, love. Miro, like their goaltending is great. He's already got what goals by a defenseman record, or is it points? Is it just points? I don't know. I know Quinn Hughes just broke something. Oh yeah, Quinn's out of his mind. Uh, it's it's yeah. a tight. I okay. I'm leaning slightly more towards Quinn right now, but it is a tight race between him and Kale for Calder. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know. This series is weird. I just think Vegas is going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weird feeling, but I think just it's going to be Vegas coming out of the West. I'm going to have to agree with you and say Vegas because, I mean, you have Marc-Andre Fleury. Yep. And he's got as much cup experience as you've ever had. Yeah. In one player, right? And then oh, yeah. Robin Leonard has totally emerged as a number one guy. So if he, you know, if he leaves, which obviously we'll see that too, um, he's going to want starter money. So you have, gonna... you have two guys who are complete starter caliber. There's going to be a lot of overpaid goaltenders, I think. Probably. Um, and then you have guys like, you have such... Mm, you're full of young guys. Like you got Alex Tuck to lead your wings, along with Marcia So and Smith. In terms of veteran wings, you got guys like Patcheretti and you know your decor is super, super solid with Shea Theodore and Nate Schmidt. Derek Anglin, the hometown boy. Vegas just has 
I feel like they have more of like obviously you got guys that have plenty of chemistry on Dallas, right? Yeah, you know, we got Ben Sagan, Radulov's been playing well. Ben Sagan, Radulov, that has been a lethal top line. And their whole depth is really, really clicking too. Yeah. Because who does who does Miro normally play with? Is it does he play with Klingberg or does he play? I don't think he like plays Alexiak? Klingberg. He might play with Alexiak. I don't think he plays with Klingberg. I think I think they would split the two. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like dire. Oh yeah, like if you need a goal in like the last two minutes of the game, I'm throwing them out together. Mm-hmm. They have such solid depth in Dallas, but I just. I don't know. Like you said, it's just a feeling. And I think Vegas has the, I don't know if I would say better depth, but they definitely have deeper depth. Oh, a hundred percent. Plus they're two goaltenders and just what they bring to the table. I think they're, for me, they're the easy favorites coming out of the West right now against Mm -hmm. Dallas. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So we're both, uh, betting with and on Vegas. Yes. Um, and now the East final, we have the... How do I introduce this? We have the unstoppable force in the Tampa Bay Lightning versus yep. the immovable object New York Islanders. This one... I think without... Kucherov and Stamkos, I think the Islanders have a really good shot. Um, if they can get enough scoring, which that's been a story all season long, they can't score. Well, that's the thing. They can defend probably better than like most teams in the league. It's just... It, see, that's the thing with getting rid of Tavares, right? You lose like a 30-40 goal score, uh-huh. but you gain so much more defensive... Like and again, I, you credit that to Barry Trotz. Yes. Um. But the goal scoring, like you need to have like people like Brock Nelson needs to like really turn it on this season or this series. Uh, Jordan Anders Lee needs to turn it on more. Yeah, him too. Barzell, uh, I know he He's got injured. Fine. He has been fine. Yeah, but until he went down. Yeah. But did he uh, play? He played Game Seven. I think he got injured in Game Seven. Did he? I must have I th- missed that. I'm not sure. I know he, he was, was injured. In that lineup. Um, we were talking about this. He was in the lineup. Katuria was not because those were the two big stories going in. Yeah, it's. I think they can shut down Tampa without Stamkos and Kucher. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to like. Pointer's gonna have to be the hero that he's been. Yeah, they like. I don't know if they're going to try and rush Kucherov back because Stamkos won't be coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, they got this far without Stamkos, so uh, maybe Kuch comes back kind of quicker. To I guess it all depends on how it goes down. Well, because he uh, got but, hit in the face. Yeah. Uh, I don't, for I mean- me. For me, I have the Islanders. Like square in the nose and mouth area? Something like that. Yeah, it was brutal. Because if he didn't get hit in the eye, he should be all right. Yeah. But like that. Right? Yeah. So, 
I just I think the Islanders have this one. Like I think they're gonna unless Kucherov comes back and plays kind of like how regular season Kucherov can play. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Islanders are gonna kind of just slow down Tampa, and I think they're gonna. I think they got a Cup final coming to them. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take Tampa on this one because they, and this isn't just this isn't strictly my Columbus bias. Um, these guys are out for revenge and more. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And like you know they get Cooch back, which I mean again, we'll see. It's possible. It's very possible. Um. Because Stammer's not coming back. We already, you know, we mentioned yeah. that at the top of the show that he's ruled out for this whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they get Cooch back, that's another, that's, you know, that's a 129-point season guy you're coming off with that is just as lethal, if not more, when it counts. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like the big, like, deciding factor. Will Kucherov be healthy enough to come back at a good point? If it's yes, I think Tampa's got a way better chance. If no, I don't know if Braden Point by himself can go through the Islanders' like just defensive wall. He, uh, well, that's the thing, too, is he doesn't have to. Because the way that Tampa's depth is set up, you have Palat can slot in there, and he's been A+. plus. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I mean, Kalorn scores plenty. Put Yanni Gord on his other side. Like they they have options. They have plenty of options. Now the big question going in that just popped into my head was goaltending because obviously they're riding Vasilevsky in Tampa. Yes, they're riding him all the way. Which, you know, is he, do you think he's gassed? I don't know if a five-game series and a lot of rest, you know what I mean? I'm sure he's fine. I uh, think, yeah. I I don't know about Vassy. I think he's, I don't want to say he's overrated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think he's like a top three goalie in the league. Not that I think Grice is either, but... Five? Uh, Put Vassy at five? Well, he is coming off plenty of Vesna-nominated and winning seasons in a row. I don't know. I, I Maybe you could say top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, he de- definitely he's in the top ten. I don't know if he's top five. He's definitely top ten. You can make the argument for five. Uh, I don't know. I I still think the Islanders are gonna win. But watch, we're I, gonna get so many people going. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> um, I c- I mean I could honestly see it go either way, but I think the Islanders just have. Uh, especially with the two big guns out in Tampa, I think the Islanders can uh, take this. I don't know how many games. I didn't really say for the other one. 
Uh, well, go ahead and give us your other. Okay, well, I think Vegas beats Dallas in six. I can see that going six. And then I think for this one, seven? I think seven. Oh, okay. yeah. I think this one like, will be a seven. Again, game. you have two polar opposites in terms of where their strengths lie. Yeah, because you have Barry Trotz and his wall against John Cooper and his firing squad. Right. But that firing squad has two of its biggest guns out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll have to see. That's. I think it's going to go seven, Mm -hmm. and I think the Islanders are going to push a win. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can say I can say that that this would pretty easily be a battle through seven. Um, now, again, the goaltending question: uh, Does New York tandem again, or do they ride one or the other? Between Varlamov and Grice, you have two very solid options. We saw what happened in round two. I think you have to. I think you would start with Grice, see how he plays, uh, and then maybe st- start switching it back and forth. Uh, I th- I think they go with Grice. I think he's been playing tremendously. So is Varlamov, but um, I no, I think I think it's going to be Grice for this one. Do you say Thomas tomorrow? Yes. I guess we'll have to see when the projected lines come out, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So we have our predictions. Cody has Vegas in seven and six. Vegas in six, yes. Vegas in six. Vegas in six, New York in seven. Yes. And then I have Vegas in six, Tampa in seven. I mean, it seems fun to me. <laughs> well, the East, it's all. Yeah, I think it'll be a whole lot closer in the East than it is the West. I, I just, Now, maybe Dallas upsets Vegas, but I think Vegas has this. I think Dallas cool. can upset him for a couple of games and steal two. Yeah. Two or three? I think I think two. But I think, I think that's all they're going to. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I, th- I think Vegas has this. Well, they're starting here in a minute <laughs> by now. So, yeah, we get to see how it goes firsthand. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching this evening. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we've got those out of the way, we have a couple of headlines that we want to breeze through because yes. we have – ah, we got time. We got time. Okay, so I have pulled up in terms of trade rumors from the beginning of this month. I have Frank Saravalli's initial trade bait board. Okay. And the top three are interesting, especially for a guy like me. <sighs> Number one, Matt Murray. Yeah. Number two, JVR. 
he makes a lot of money, but yeah, I could see him being traded to or them trying to trade him. Cap dump trade, maybe. Maybe. And here's the one that you and I were because <laughs> you were surprised to see this guy like near the top of the list. Josh oh, yes. Anderson. Yes. Look, I love Andy. I think he brings something that we really need in terms of tenacity. But right now, I feel like a lot of guys like Gus, Pierre-Luc Dubois, um, even Wenberg, as much as he's just like a beautiful face, <laughs> um, they bring a lot of bite. And guys like Boone and Nick, Riley Nash, even some of the younger guys, Robinson, they bring a lot of not just skill because they can they can score all of them. Yep. But they're bodies and they work hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that Columbus missed this past season, which obviously they did well on their goaltending, everybody wrote us off. Everybody, you know, Torts came out. He said we were supposed to suck this year. Yeah, and I th- I think you got to kind of expect that too because you lost Panarin. We lost Panarin. We lost Bob, and we lost Dutchie. We lost Duchesne. Yep. Duchesne had been wanting to go to Nashville for Lord knows how long. Panarin never wanted to be here, even though he set records for us. Yeah, he wanted that big city, like you know, feel. Yeah, and I mean, he he, he got wanted his payday. a huge market, and he got his payday, and he was fitting right in in New York. There's a reason why he got nominated for the Hart Trophy this year. Jeez. Oh yeah. Bread making making his bread and cooking his bread. Now Bobrovsky, uh, I wouldn't be too upset that he's gone. Even though uh, I love him to death, he was the fir- he was the first player I latched onto. I'll be honest. Now that's true. That's true. And like, I have his jersey still. Um, I have my own like personalized jersey now that I can just wear. But he was the first uh, jersey I ever got. Love him to death. Yeah. Um. Now, would you pay him ten million? No. No. There. See. There you go. Because Bob, as much as he carried our franchise, as much as he was the face of the franchise, right? Yeah, he, I would say so. He carried us to our biggest accomplishments to date in getting to the second round. As much shit as I'm going to get for that. <laughs> um, but like he. God, he was just he's unbelievable one year and the next year he's off and sometimes maybe not even that much off. Right. But yeah, this, but he's this year he was off. He was yeah, his I... switch was off, his plug was pulled, it was thrown into water and electrocuting somebody. Well, like, this is the thing. I I don't think you should pay goaltenders anywhere close to 10 million. Not at the age he was at. Well, I just think like No, because when did Carey Price get his contract signed? Oh, was that a year or two ago? Because he was on the right side of 30. Yeah, but it was like a max deal, wasn't it? Something like that. 10 million. 
Yeah, I just I don't know or because no, wait, like ten point five, I think. Let me pull up. Something. Oh, I think like I got ten point five. I got rid of cap friendly, but <laughs> I want to say it was ten point five. I don't but... know. That's a lot. Like that's for a goaltender. Like I don't know. Carey making ten point five. Bob making ten. Again, I mentioned this. Dale Talon, dude. Now, to be fair to Carey Price, he played like unbelievable in the uh, playing round and in the and playoffs. And he was still, like he's just exiting his prime. Yeah, he's thirty-two. Now Bobrovsky, he did not, but he also didn't ever get any help. Yeah, but that's like Florida's weird because they got like Barkov and Huberdo, and then they well, got like Ekblad. Like if you think of their defensive core, they pretty much just have Ekblad and sometimes Pissick. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you the top six for. Like I said, like, so- sometimes Pissick because Pissick plays forward too. It's weird. I don't know what Florida's doing. <laughs> I don't know either. They're goofballs. But, yeah. Um, so we lost all those guys. And when it comes to Bob leaving, everybody wrote us off pretty much because we lost Bob. And Panarin, Duchesne to a lesser extent. Right? Because Duchesne was really nice in our playoff push. Um, yeah. But losing Bob allowed... Jonas allowed Corpusalo to come in as the number one guy, and he proved himself this year. He went lights out. Oh yeah, most of the season. And then you bring in, um, you bring in Elvis when Corpy goes down against Chicago. El- I love Elvis. He's phenomenal. Oh yeah, he's so good. Now, so 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 we got our goaltending thing fixed. And now the biggest hole is we need a very well, like we need a very well-rounded high scoring winger. And that's where Anderson on the trade board comes in. Mm -hmm. I think if we can package Josh to someone, you know, with like a pick or a prospect or whatever else, that can give us a high scoring forward that can play wing to go on the left of Pierre. Cause they're going to have, they're going to have Bjorkstrand and Cam back and forth with Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah. Right. So we need somebody on his left that can deliver some high firepower. And here's what I saw this from my friend Mark Shig on the Hockey Riders, and I'm sorry yep. if I pronounced your last name wrong. I've never had to say your name out loud. Um, so there were rumors about Anderson for Domi, right? And I don't think we're getting Max Domi. Not for Anderson's one-for-one. One. No. Well, maybe not even this guy one-for-one. For Anderson, right? This guy that I saw Mark or one of his, you know, co-workers write about. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Philip Dano? 
I think that's risky. Yeah. Philip Dam. Because where has he been playing in their depth chart? Uh, let me find him real quick. See if I can look for him too. Is it PH or F? It's PH. D A N A U L T. Philip Dano. Uh, hockey reference, maybe. Hockey uh, reference stats 2019-20. Played 71 games, 13 goals, 34 assists for 47 points. So not bad. Plus 18, too. I think if you put him near Pierre Luc Dubois, I think he probably goes up. You think you could break him out there? I think. Yeah. Because what's his position? Is he a center? He's a center, isn't he? I mean, yeah, but you can put, always put them on the wing. Well, yeah, we do that with Boone all the time. Hell, when Boone started out, we he was a natural center. We put him on the wing, and he developed as a winger. And then we put him back in his natural position, and he was just as good. I'm pretty well, with sure. This, with he, this, you can just oh, keep him there. Oh, he has a left wing. Never mind. He has a left oh. wing. Oh. Oh, well, then there you go. Awesome. Six foot one, buck ninety eight. Oh, maybe then. I, I, I think it's risky, but I think it could pay off. Like I think he might be able to go up a couple more points playing with PLD. I think so too. If you put in, you know, the right pitch, like like com- yeah, the combination. Well, what's, you know, what's Montreal looking for, right? I guess pretty much anything they can get their hands on. Oh, well, if they're getting rid of Domi. They're going to want scoring and body. Right? Because Domi can throw his body around. I feel like they would need, I think they're in more of a market for centers. Maybe not. Because they don't have like a true number one center. Because that's what Domi is. And he's not even a natural center. Yeah, well, that's weird too, right? Because they have Druen. Yeah, he's a natural winger. And then they tried him at center and it didn't really work. And they got Domi and they tried him at center and he worked well enough, but I can't even laugh. Yeah, they, yeah. So weird. I don't know. It's weird thinking about other teams, like even in my own conference, like because I don't follow the Atlantic Division as much. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. I, I don't know with Montreal. They, they already made an interesting move. And, well, you think we should get to that? I mean... Or do you want to try to wrap this up a little bit? I think we should talk about the Habs trade. Okay. Because, so, so uh, for those of you who might be living under a rock, Montreal gets Jake Allen in a seventh uh, in 2022 from St. Louis in exchange for a third and a seventh. Um, yes, this was, this was from, this was from Chris I, Johnson. I, I, I don't know about paying, uh, 
uh, what's Carey Price? I don't know about paying Carey Price ten million or ten point five or whatever it is, but you have him locked up with that, and now you have a backup making four point three. I think this is less. Yeah, week. they have about fifteen million dollars in goalies. <gasps> yeah, th- now this might be his last year on that deal, mm-hmm. um, like the season coming up. But they're paying but, his full salary. Yeah. That now. I I don't and so Jake Allen was he the better goaltender in these playoffs? Because Bennington was not it. Bennington was somehow disappointing. Uh Jake he, I, would I feel say like he was he, slightly better. He's too inconsistent, I would think. Like he sometimes he's He's a fringe guy now. That's that's what yeah. I think he is. He's a fringe starter now. Because he stole that series against Minnesota a couple of years ago. And then, like, 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 some nights he'll be fantastic. And then other nights... Other nights he'll let in a goal from center ice from Brendan Gallagher. Exactly. Well, now he's playing with Brendan Gallagher. Oh, um, I wonder how that first meetup went. <laughs> So, I don't know. Now, I, I I don't think they traded the wrong goaltender. Like, I don't think you get rid of Bington after one garbage playoff series. No. But no. Uh, no. I just – I feel like there was cheaper options for Montreal. Mm-hmm. Like a third. Eh. And then they swap sevenths. Just they get a closer <laughs> one for this year. Magic but beans, right? Basically. Uh, because that other seventh is until 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Especially with like the way we're structured now after the pandemic hit and pause and return to play. Like, do you yeah. think we're going to just cut, you know, are we going to have another 48 game season on our hands to get back to normal-ish? I'm not sure. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I mean, they've we'll been doing out, well. Right? Yeah, they've been doing well with the bubble, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, for this trade, I would have liked to see St. Louis retain, but I guess they yeah. couldn't because they're trying to get Petrangelo. Yeah, they did have to free up space because, I mean, I'm sure, like, a right-handed D is such a good asset. Yeah, plus he's their captain, too. Yeah, he's the Blues captain. And, again, their top pairing right D He's 30, so not too old yet. What's he going to want? Like He's going to want like a max level, like seven, eight year deal. Yeah. Plus at like what? Seven and a half, eight, nine million? They're going to have think... to. I feel like free agents are going to have to take less with this frozen cap. Oh, that's that's right. I keep forgetting about that because the cap isn't going up. Cap's not it's going staying up the for same. Three years, folks. So it's bad. I think they. I think they also have to look at what L.A. and San Jose did with Doughty and Carlson. Oh yeah. Because those contracts are hogwash. Sorry, Eric. But, <laughs> as much as Cody oh, loves you. Listen, when I heard that Eric, I was on. Uh, 
I was playing, I think it was, I think it was NHL with a couple of my buddies uh-huh. and I got the news that Eric Carlson was coming to San Jose and I like lost my mind. Uh-huh. And a year later, I'm like, can you redo that, please? Uh, <laughs> just like all the prospects we gave up. I guess it was only a couple. I miss Chris Tierney. I love Chris Tierney. And then uh, that pick Tierney is was fun to watch for you. Guys. That pick yeah. is third overall in a stacked draft. Yeah. Um, that's but that's said, gonna be I, probably like Stutzel, or Byfield, or Drysdale. Byfield's um, going second. We know that. Yeah, I don't Byfield know. will Draft... go to the Kings. So it's but it, it's Stutzel, it, maybe Drysdale. But I guess the thing, I guess, it doesn't matter because you have pick five anyway. Maybe they trade up and get three and four. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was weird because didn't Steve have that one thing in a Dang It's video where he was, he says like, is, <laughs> he said something like, is Brady going to play with Lafreniere next year or Blyfield? Why not both, said Pierre Dorian. <laughs> well, that's, it's so. And I hate making, you know, just references, but like, don't get me wrong. We love you, Steve. We love your stuff. Yeah, I, shout out to Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to it, like I think St. Louis gets like they look at like how Dowdy performed for his eleven million dollars and how Eric Carlson performed. Uh, now Eric Carlson's injury prone at this point, like mm-hmm. a lot. This poor guy and Dowdy, having so many and, issues since playing with a broken foot. Dowdy's still a top two defenseman. I don't think he's worth eleven million, but when his he team wants also to play of, his shift, did you see that? Oh, Dowdy's a goofball. <laughs> He's a character. Did you see that um, when he was just like, they were in their zone and Dowdy just went, see ya, off on a line change. He just I believe away. it. I had 100% believe it. <laughs> so I think they look at that and they probably go to Petrangelo and they're like, listen, we'll give you eight years, but with the cap in the way, like, we'll give you some signing bonuses. Like I said, but I think yeah, the- they're going to need to take a reduced cash salary and a reduced hit. Now, to me and you, darn, they only get to make seven million. Oh, what a cut. Yeah. But like I just I just got out of college. Like <laughs> it's I, I think they're gonna bring him back. I can't see Petrangio leaving. Mm-hmm. But right. in I, terms I don't of see him leaving either. In terms of this deal in theory, uh, with, right? Like yeah, so 100% this was the move to get more cap for Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. From Montreal's side, I guess it makes sense because if Jake Allen, fringe starter, he can take a load off of Carey Price yes. because his back is blown out every season because he's got to play 80 games. Yes. Uh, so I can kind of see it. It's just the, I don't know with the money. How do you think his, but, how do you think his legs and his groin feel playing Yeah. little... So I think if they're trying to trade Domi too, mm-hmm. you know, maybe throw in a second or a something else just to try to get that, like that big one, like number one center. You need and... you need your like, you can't you can't sit on a team full of guys. Well, because they have a bunch of centered like they have good like Kakaniemi. And Suzuki, like those two, like in the future, yeah, like in the future, they could be your number one and two centers. But for now, it's basically just Max Domi and Philip Deneau. 
And they're both fine, but they're not number one centers. Right. So I think if you're playing on trading Domi... Deno is a solid, like, middle six sentiment. Yeah, like he can play second line center if you need him to. I'd rather have him on my third line, but I'd rather have him I on just, my first line right wing, boost him up or left wing. Play his natural position. Yeah. But they've got wingers though. They got Gallagher, they got uh Druin. I'm talking like, about they Columbus got... if that trade Oh, for Columbus. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if that happens, yeah, I, I just I don't know. I think Montreal is going to be in a weird spot mm-hmm. where they because I think they they got their backup to take load off carry, and then they just need I I think they just need one good like top line center yes. and maybe another top four defenseman, and I think they're good to go. The market's thin it's on just, centers this upcoming thing, right? I think so. Uh, I don't know if I can check. Check uh, who's free up. Upcoming free agents and then filter it by centers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a lot of goalies. Uh, cap friendly free agents. Oh, this might not be. We might want to get for. zooming through the rest of this real quick because we're at ninety two. Oh boy. Uh, the best center is Mikel Grandlin. Solid. Or Miko Koivu. Solid. Not number ones, either of them. Yeah, Galchenyuk could come back, but he's not number one. <laughs> They're not going to get him back. Martin Hansel is probably going to retire. Yeah, he's too old. Carl Soderberg's fine for like a second or a third line Carl center. Carl Soderberg? Yeah. Yeah, he's bottom six-ish. Then it's like Craig Smith, Nomestikov. Craig Smith, okay, maybe second. Cody Eakin, like no. there's no, like there's not a number one center in this no. list. No, no, no. You have at best your second. Yeah, so they they need to make a trade. Maybe Granlin does a little bit better, but he's like a he's a thirty point player. He's a thirty pointer, so mm, two, three. They would need to make a trade. Yes. Is all yes. I'm saying. Okay, so um, Montreal. Yes, okay, so now I want to get into some interesting stuff to wrap up the show in terms of hirings, like executive hirings, yep. right? Yep. So for those of you who don't know, Bill Zito, former, now former, assistant general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets and um, general manager of the Cleveland Monsters, uh, just signed on for his first NHL general manager job with the Florida Panthers. Good for him. Now, he's got some work. Can't do a lot of work. Can't do much worse than Dale Talon. Okay, that's true. I mean, he's got pieces to work with. You know, we've got Barkov, Huberto, Ekblad. Uh, that Bobrovsky contract. Mm-hmm. Good luck with yeah. that. And he's going to want all of that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it's just, uh, he's got work. Can he turn it around? Hopefully. Again, he's got he's a got lot tr- of experience working under Yarmo. And yeah. when Yarmo and JD came into this organization, we were right at the bottom of the sewer. 
right? So yeah. when they came in, they completely turned us around. And obviously JD is gone um, in New York now. But Yarmo has been steering this shit by himself really, really well. Yeah, so if if Bill can even do half of that, I think it puts Florida in a much better spot than they just were. They did. When did they, where did they finish? Like middle of the pack, Eastern? Florida? Yeah. Uh, At least in terms of playing teams? I'm pretty sure. Who did they play? They played the Islanders. Yeah. And I have Islanders going to the top, so. <laughs> But again, like you have so much talent, like they got Hoffman too, who's a like a thirty goal. When winner. you had him for thirty seconds, yeah. Uh, it, I think he can do it. I think they can. He can turn. It's just, well, you're stuck with you. Like, there's no way in hell you're getting rid of that Bobrovsky contract. So you better hope he turns it on and consistently. Uh, you got Yeah, you need to get some defense back there. That's not Aaron Ekblad. Uh, and forwards, hey, I don't know. You know, if we missed a couple of your deep, well, wait, I did miss somebody. They got Keith Handel still. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah, Yandel Keith Handel's Keith Handel's a He's legend. A so, um, um, but yeah, other than those two, you guys can tell us who you have that is all right, but we don't see it that way. That's just us. Well, that's if there's any Florida Panthers fans listening. But the out of the hundred of you, it's probably going to be yeah. most of the hundred that we get. Um, yeah, I think he can turn it around. He can't again. He can't do worse than he who should not be named. <laughs> Is that how we're going to refer to him now? Oh, uh, there's a lot of people in the NHL like that. Who was the guy that did uh, Minnesota? Oh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, he started with an name. F. Can we get an F in the chat for that? What was his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't think Who of it. Cares? He was brutal, though. I need to. Okay. I mean, coming okay. from a Columbus fan, I, I don't know if I can shit talk, but who cares? <sighs> okay. Uh, Paul Fenton. Paul that was Fenton. that's who it was. Okay. He's a goofball. <laughs> you got a um, lot of goofballs in your head. Yeah. So yeah, good luck to Zito. Um, yep. Best of luck because it's your first, you know, big wig gig. Um, and then we also have uh, Todd Reardon, nice Falcon alumni there. Um, I went to Bowling Green State University. Shout out. Hey. Yeah, hi Ziggy, baby. Um, Todd Reardon oh, uh, fired as the coach of the Capitals. That was, you know, a month ago now or something. Yep. But he already got a hired. Uh, he already got a new position as a Pittsburgh assistant after they fired two yep. of their former players. Yeah. So it's him and Mike Velucci. Is how you pronounce it? I don't know. Uh, they I are now a new assistant. I didn't hear about the other position. Oh, they got hired at the same time. Huh. Good for them. But yeah, Todd's got a new job now. 
Uh, good for him. Yep. I would say he's probably because he's he worked a lot on his offensive coaching, right? In Washington, he relied a lot more on his well, offense. Well, it says here that he'll oversee the team's defensive group and power play. Okay, so power play, good. Defense, yeah. good luck trying to tell Jack Johnson to do anything. Oh my! I still don't know why he's a member of the Penguins. Suckers. Talk about another another interesting goofball, the GM. Suckers. Like, <sighs> he's something. Well, he's a he'll go down as a legend because he won some cops with sure. Pittsburgh, but then he was like, "Let's sign Jack Johnson." Uh, let's sign it's Jack like, Johnson. You, you really should. Let's get rid of Phil now that, Kessel. <laughs> now that power play. You still got Crosby and Malkin. You got Gensel, Latang. Yeah. Uh, John Marino coming into his own. He's a good PK yep. guy. So he'll, he'll I don't know. kill. It's, and then they got that goaltending issue with Matt Murray. Jari. Is he going somewhere? Tristan Jari. Yeah. You know, they got to pick and choose between those two. So which one of you goes? Oh, right? definitely. I'm, I would think it's Murray, but I, they might hold on to him because he won two cops. Nope. But I can see them keeping Jari, developing him a little further, and then yep. sending him to Seattle if things don't work out. Is it... Back-to-back years where Pittsburgh loses their starting goal to an expansion day. team. Isn't that wild? Or I guess not no, back-to-back, back-to-back years, team. but back-to-back drafts. Yeah. Back-to-back expansion drafts, yes. Uh, we just hit over a hundred minutes. We need to get to our last bit of business. So, okay. Alrighty. We already mentioned Todd Reardon getting fired. Yep. Who gets the job? Now, I saw last night, I was extremely exhausted, and I was just scrolling through Twitter trying to find last-minute things to talk about. And I saw something, yep. I believe it was Pierre Lebrun, could have been somebody else. Could have been Chris Johnston. Could have been Servali. Who knows? Probably Pierre LeBron. Mm-hmm. But possibilities here, right? You ready for this? I got three possibilities. Yep. I don't want to hear what you think. Okay. Gerard Gallant. I think he'd be a pretty good get. I can't believe Vegas fired him. <laughs> Me neither. Because they were doing so well. Yeah, they went on like a two-game losing streak. Like, yeah, you're done. The, oh no! Huh? Guillotine. I, I think he would be a good pick. Oh, who's the other two? Peter Laviolette. Okay. What you think of that? Uh, okay, just is that all you have to say? I think he, I, I think he would be an okay. I don't know. He kind of wore out his welcome with Nashville. Well, he was with Nashville, right? For a while, yes. Yes, I think he was the yeah. last coach they had before they got Heinz. I think out of the two so far, I think I'm taking... Uh... Taking Gerard? Yes, like I couldn't think of it right now. I don't know why. I, I think out of those two, I'd take okay. Gerard. Gallant. Now, this one just popped in my head. So we got a fourth one that I really want to get through quick. Yep. What do you think about a reunion with Bruce Boudreaux? Oh, I forgot he's on the market well, too. Well, he's not on the market, um, but he wants a job. 
I I don't I don't know. No. May uh, well I just some of his stints with like Anaheim and the Caps. They went high. And I guess Minnesota. Now. Yeah, I don't maybe. Uh I I still don't like him over he Gallant. Was okay with Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know if okay gets you a lot. Right. So but we'll see. But All we'll right, see. You ready for the big fish? Yeah. Bab Dick. Yeah, why did I I, I knew you were gonna bring in Babcock. <laughs> um long and hard, right? I don't know. Long I don't hard, know because I maybe. I mean I he's a proven winner. But we, but we know uh, he does torn. That's true. Which is um, shitty. It's shitty, but it gets results unless you're Toronto. Um, I still feel so bad for Mitch, I swear. Uh, I did feel bad, and then he got $11 million, But uh, So, I, I think... Well, you got to feel bad for guys like Franzen, too. That he really, really fucked with. I think the worst thing he ever did was, like, maybe not the worst thing, but when he benched Madano oh, and it's like it would have been like his fourteen. Yeah. Well, that's the most um, famous example, right? Yeah, and then he like benched Spezza in the home opener Just against Ottawa. Season, man, so bad. But I, I, I think you could look to bring him in for the Caps. So I mean, you already have like you have Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. He won't stop playing until he's like ninety. <laughs> uh, he's gonna, he's gonna Backstrom, yeah, like Backstrom's like he's still really good. I mean, he's still uh, yeah, who's net soft. There's no way you're exactly those two up. Uh, you got Kuznetsov, you got Oshie, John Carlson, still a beast. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Holtby's staying. I doubt it because they're going to go. With no, because yeah. So I mean, they still got a lot oh to God. go with. Um, I don't know. I think Gallant or Babcock would be. I think those are the best two options out of those four. Now, who you do you pick over the other? I I think you go with Jared Gallant Just because he has a cleaner reputation. Well, it's that, and like he, you know, he's. Had pretty good runs with Vegas recently, whereas like Babcock, uh, he's been kind of struggling with well, teams. That's the thing too is they learned what they needed to learn out of him, right? And now that they have Keefe, whenever they get that full season with Keefe, do they do something now? Probably. Uh, I think there's a lot more issues with Toronto than just that. Well, like but, I said, do, do uh, they do something? They'd make the if Dubas makes the right moves, probably. Yeah, but I think he's got to trade one of their big four, though. I don't think you can have all. Well, they're of them. keeping Matthews. Uh, yeah, you keep Austin. They're Matthews, keeping Matthews and they're keeping but, Johnny T because they got him locked up, and they're you know you're they're your big boys. They're your biggest tickets. I think Marner and Nylander need to. One of them needs to go. I don't know who needs to be. One of them needs we've, to go. We've heard but, it from. You know, and again, shout out to Steve Dangle and his boys. Uh, we heard it from those guys that they think the biggest message, 
send Marner Peck and send the hometown boy. Yes, and we'll give them Brent Burns and a first-round pick, and that'll be all they don't. Take. They don't need uh, Brent Burns. They need a right-handed defenseman if Tyson Berry is leaving, so I'm just saying. <laughs> you are so uh, eager to get rid of Burnsy. It's, yeah, listen, either he needs to go or Carlson needs to go. One you of the are, two. You can't have both. So you can't have both. Um, but I think in terms of coaching, I think Gerard Glant, it, like, to me, out of those four, he's the most obvious Did he ever choice. have a stint with Washington? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he might have coached Washington at some point. Uh, Gerard... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Just go down the list of his coaching records. No, he was no, he was Knights, Jackets, and Panthers. Okay. Okay. So he hasn't been watching New Market. Big market. Yep. Good team. You got a cup winning team. You at least have a contending team. Yeah. And you know, you'd be you'd be going he, from contender to contender. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's the pick. Okay, so yeah, we have our pick, uh, Gerard Gallant, next Caps head coach. You book yeah. it here, folks. Uh, yeah, you heard it. <laughs> Just wait until we're wrong. Oh, probably. Tim and Sid's gonna beat us to it. Ah, damn it! <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, that about wraps it up. We don't have any more notes here. Um, we'll see what else breaks. I can't wait. See if there's any more like stupid controversies or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I definitely have a lot by yeah, next time. And I will say, okay, I should have mentioned this up top. This show, along with a little bit of Bias Sharks and Jackets talk and general hockey talk, you're going to get yep. You're going to get hockey, you're going to get culture, you're going to get our lives as much as, you know, you probably don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get a lot of shit about us. You're going to get culture news, obviously hockey news, but yeah, that's uh, Shark and Tax and Cannon Blasts, episode one. Woo! And we shall see you next week. All right, see you guys later.